Welcome, one and all. You have just discovered the Tom Topher podcast experiment. First word in entertainment, tainment, tainment. We're for the mystery of the universe, our minds, and much more. So come along with us to the edge of all that is possible. What's up? Hey, we man. got we got a special guest here. A special guest. Malcolm. How are you doing? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm really glad to be here. I want to thank you guys for having me. Yeah. This is the first guest we've had in our home. Yeah. And in a while. Yeah. It's been hard. It's been hard. We've had so many things in between us, so many barriers, but I'm glad to come together a little bit and see some faces. Yeah. Yeah. It did, like, this COVID stuff put a huge halt on some of our plans as far as, like, who we wanted on here, when Mm -hmm. we wanted them. Like, I remember a year ago, I was talking to you about how we were going to go interview Frankie yeah, my friend Foreign Forest, and, and we went and interviewed them. And this was right before, this was, I remember when we got to the hotel, I got a call from our boss saying, like, hey, you don't have to show up to work. Oh, you know, I remember that call. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, just a little preface, me and Malcolm are co-workers at Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. I like to say, you know, peers. Peers? That's my peer, my colleague. <laughs> my colleague, yeah. <laughs> A little more profesh, coworker. It works. Yeah. And so, Malcolm and I, you know, we slave away as baristas. We're the meals. (laughs) The whole milk whores. (laughs) I feel like we really got to experience being a frontline worker. Yeah. And how important we were. Yeah, that's like a huge reason why I was really excited to talk to you on here is because like I really want to have an episode that gets in deep about like some of the stuff that we just had to endure because in 20, 30 years from now, we're going to really forget mm-hmm. how crazy it was. And maybe like it's not going to be as crazy um, once we get there. We're not we're going to look back and be like we were chilling. Yeah might get it might pop off but we're gonna you know we're gonna want to be able to look back and like really remember exactly what we uh what we went through what we experienced how especially the workers. emotions yeah i feel like we're gonna need some therapy the state owes us therapy after this yeah day, so i'm gonna put that out there yeah. <laughs> because if we were so essential you know, we should be treated as such. Well, and Starbucks does give us therapy, so we can cash not, out on that. Not a coffee company we work for, but... <laughs> <laughs> that rhymes with that company yeah. that was aforementioned. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> not Dutch Bros. Not Pete. <laughs> and not the Bucks. <laughs> Speaking of beverages, though, we're going to go back to yeah. an old tradition okay. of taste-testing drinks. Yeah, there's a ch- there's a child screaming outside, but hopefully they'll stop soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll just work through it's it. Bedtime already. Guys. All right, <laughs> we got Boochcraft, Boochcraft, organic hard kombucha, grapefruit hibiscus flavor. Now, Tommy, before we try this, can you tell us just a little bit about what kombucha is and what you, your experience with it? I, you know, like way more than I do about kombucha. <laughs> like you were the one who introduced me. You and Chris actually introduced me. Chris, to you like kombucha? Oh, I love it. But okay, you yeah. don't you make it in your house? I did make it at some point, and it's a process. It's really cool if you like chemistry and whatnot. Yeah. But what it is is it's a fermented tea, 
typically black tea, mm-hmm. and you kind of just put it together with some sugar and what you call starter, which is just kind of like the juice of the of the kombucha or the, the, the mother. How do you ferment uh, the tea? Um, so you need a symbiotic culture of yeast. Uh-huh. Uh, that's called the SCOBY. And it grows after like maybe two or three weeks of sitting uh, in like a dark space with cheesecloth on top of it. And it's all safe. And then at, once you go peek at it, you're going to see like a layer of like some weird gunk. It looks yeah. like a wet pancake. And then under mm-hmm. that is like the golden amber kombucha. And you can see it's already like fizzy and carbonated. Does this take a lot of maintenance? um, No, you kind of just like brew some tea, put some sugar, forget about it. Mm -hmm. And then you bottle it with whatever flavors you like, and then you have kombucha. So I never had hard kombucha, what we have today. So I'm excited to try that. It's grapefruit. I doubt it's actual kombucha, though, I feel like. Maybe it is. Maybe this stuff is. This is seven... They probably like, ferment oh, it. it. They ferment it longer, probably, because then the alcohol content builds yeah. up. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm excited. Okay. Grapefruit. Let's, right, let's get into it. it. Let's get into it. I love Ooh. kombucha, though. Like, you you both put me onto this. This is kind Ooh. of fizzy. Ah! <laughs> Sprayed all over my head. All right. Cheers, right. guys. Cheers. Cheers to a good podcast. Ching, ching. Ching, ching, ching. Clinton. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. I like that. It almost has an IPA taste. It has almost. a little like, to like maltiness to oh, it or whatever, yeah. you know? So it has a fermented taste for sure. And which is, see, I'm not familiar with beer. It's beer. That's like, fermented, Is it a right? similar process with yeah. the hops you ferment them or whatever? I think so. I'm not sure. So I'm kind of getting those notes. What are you getting? Mm. It tastes like... Um, those canned cannabis-infused sodas that you get. I've never had that. Really? <laughs> it tastes so much like that. Or, um, you ever had hop water? Was that the stuff from Lagunitas? <laughs> Lagunitas has that, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not alcohol at all, but it's a carbonated hop drink. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff's actually kind of nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but they make a we- they make one that there is silence after. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's nasty. It's nasty. Like you said, hot water. Like, um, <laughs> they <like> sell <laughs> it. They sell it, and people buy the shit out of it. Uh, All right. It's weird. I'll, I'll try anything. I've tried try one. anything. I've tried one. It's just like I don't know. Alpine, watery, where we just it's went. Watery beer. They sell mm. it. Hot water. The hop water infused with cannabis, though. Oh. Or CBD. Your choice. Okay. This is really good, though. I like it. Normally not a grapefruit guy. I love grapefruit. Oh, maybe Especially that's why root. it's getting a little bitter, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys get your stimmies? I did. <laughs> that's a crazy did thing. Eat? Well, <laughs> last of all the stimmies. <laughs> the last? I hope not. I feel I like think it is. Let's consider this a partial payment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You owe us. You, I, yeah. Yeah. You owe us. Yeah. <laughs> $600 I'll be waiting for. But yeah. They've been shelling out money to <laughs> Oh, yeah. There's the California one, too. I heard about that and I didn't even know. So that's pleasantly yeah. surprising. You know? 
I don't know when that comes, but I think that's based off of your taxes, so it's whenever you file okay, that. Okay, well, my taxes say broke. So. <laughs> well, that's better. <laughs> the cutoff, I think, is like you have to make less than 30000 okay. a year. Okay, yeah, we're, we're there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, I was, we're, we're working hard Yeah. <laughs> to, to overcome that. I'm still waiting. Dude, where's my Suppression. stimmy? Yeah. I'm seeing so many stimulus memes right now. It's so great. Like the, uh, the, I'll take the whale. Like go to the sushi restaurant after, <laughs> after direct deposit hits. I I'll think my favorite was, uh, can I get a vanilla ice cream? The ice cream machine broke. How much to fix the ice cream machine? <laughs> <laughs> I saw this That's one. It was like more. throw it in the bag. Stimmy hits. Go to the strip club. Baby, I can take you away from all this. <laughs> did you send that to me? I don't know. I probably did. Uh-oh. That's a sound you like to hear. Sorry yeah. for that pause of silence. <laughs> it was needed. Good things are about to happen. <laughs> so, did you work today? You worked today. I did, guys. I've been up since four in the morning, and I didn't get much sleep before that, but, you know, I got to keep it pushing. I'm trying to be on that mogul status, so I can sleep later. (laughs) It's been crazy at work, dealing Mm -hmm. with this whole pandemic. I think the hardest and challenging part is that we were, like, social distance, and we were really strict about that, Mm -hmm. and now we need to go back to... Um, I didn't take anything in. (laughs) First one. It's like in movies when they smoke and there's nothing that comes out. (laughs) It's just a little, they take a huge hit and it's just a little baby hit. (laughs) It's pulling a little weird. Sorry, what were you saying? So now we're transitioning back into social engagement, which is kind of shocking to I feel like a lot of people we work with and society in general because we have this anxiety about being around people that are contagious catching it spreading it we've kind of been conditioned to be separate you know yeah um and now that we're going back into kind of having people back into our lobbies and being inside without masks but with capacity but then how do you mandate that Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of pressure on, you know, people who have positions of not so much power. Yeah. Just to leave it at that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I guess it's, that's what we've been trying to navigate through, and that's the challenging part. It's interesting, some of the solutions. Like, one of the things that our boss was talking about was push to these little push lights on the tables. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. So if you've been at a table, you push the light when you're done and nobody goes to that table because it's dirty Mm -hmm. and the barista knows, hey, I got to go clean that table. Once it's done, you push the light, it's off. I think I like the idea of that. I think it's more effective than just having signs that say clean, dirty, um, because how often are people going to be actually accountable for flipping it? Yeah. And what I've noticed is that like people just do not read signs. No. Ever. They, like, there's 14 signs on the window saying exactly what to do. <laughs> they read none of them. 
<laughs> it says go left, and they're like, no, I want to go right. But it you becomes know? a bitter battle between, like, everyone. Like, you know, this this type of situation just brings a lot of division between mm-hmm. everyone, you know, workers mm-hmm. who work in food versus people who don't, you know? And it's like, if you've never worked in that industry, you don't have much sympathy probably, or maybe you do, but mm-hmm. a lot of people do not. And we've had to deal with people who are just, they watch the news and then they go out into public and they go, time to show them, time to show the system. And it's not the system, it's the people you live next to, mm-hmm. you know? It's your neighbors. And yeah, it's truth. And that's absolutely true. And I think um, another challenge there was layers to this pandemic. It was also politi- politically charged. We were in the middle of um, an election. We had riots going on. We had the murder of George Floyd. Yeah. So it wasn't just COVID. It wasn't just wearing a mask. It was people coming in with their opinions, with yeah. their beliefs, with what they were upset about, sometimes with their hatred. Mm-hmm. And then the easiest target is the service worker, um, the person who cannot at that moment retaliate. Yeah, um, or defend themselves, or, exactly. or you can insert more punishment upon them. Because like, if we retaliate in a way that's not you know, the standard, then we'll get you know, either filmed or corporate called on us. Yeah, and that's and your then job. there's consequences to that. And it's just, <clears throat> you know what, I'm just going to become a bot and I'm just going to sit here and take it. I feel like there needs to be studies on how that's damaging our psyche to be yeah. uh, just taking... A, sometimes, I guess, I don't want to use a strong word like abuse, but I think it's applicable because sometimes it's abuse when you have people screaming at you or bossing you around or treating you a certain way. No, that's or, interesting or, to talk about. Yeah, because yeah. he's, like, he's been talking about that a lot, how... You know, it's his work is just affecting his psyche right now. Yeah. And it's like, that's just a common thing. Like, you just expect that from work. Right. And that should never be the case, I think. You shouldn't have to prepare yourself mentally to be like... For some sort of torture. Oh for some kind of combat. Yeah. You know? Because life kind of, like, revolves around work in a way that you don't want it to. Mm-hmm. Because it's survival, because you're living... Paycheck to paycheck, in some cases, yeah, you know, so it's like, damn, you don't even have the security to snap on a bitch one day, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And I would say, yeah, and I would say that, like, this time, um, you know, is we may have not had as many customers, and we may have had little breaks, and, like, you know, a few weeks off, and, like, sick pay, you know, whatever it was Mm -hmm. that you got, or maybe you work from home now. Mm -hmm. Um, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. Uh This, this thing's hitting a little too hard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think what you're trying to say is like, maybe was there positives that came out? Well, actually, I, I remember it was a little bit harder um, to deal with than just massive rushes of people, you know, like that one person who comes in and really hurts your feelings and really just lays into you 
is worse than just dealing with eight hours of like a consistent of seeing four hundred people. Yeah, it, and those four hundred people, they're not they're not really coming in with um, with with burdens every yeah. single day, which a lot of people in this time came in with a lot of burdens and a lot of things that they you know they projected onto workers. Maybe they don't really care about what they're yelling about, but their mom just died of COVID or. Mm-hmm. something that had to do with that or you know suicide was a huge thing during this time yeah and so it's kind of just like um you know you kind of crave that old way of living again yeah and i you know to piggyback off what you're saying i feel like there's a needs to be met of the people that are giving us hard times, but sometimes I don't believe that the workers are equipped with that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're not trained to do exactly. With that. Like these are crisis yeah. moments, and this was not in my training. Yeah, I'm just supposed to navigate and s- try to make it right for you. Right, and everything's you know? d- everywhere's different. Like at Chris's store, they can't tell them no you can't come in without a mask and then our store we can so people are going to Mm -hmm. every other store and based off of how scared or how not scared the Mm -hmm. management of that store is that's it's not going to determine how you're going to be treated yeah and what you're going to what the guidelines are it's not the same for everyone you know right without that like it's pretty much that unison I feel like people are conflicted you know yeah well I went here and this is allowed well today you're here and this is not allowed <laughs> yeah period and it even happens that like you know they'll go to one Starbucks <laughs> it's okay Starbucks they know we work there already. Okay, I'll yeah, like, like uh, uh, every episode the, we talk. The about audience this. can't see me signal, signaling like a PR person. No, you cut, gotta cut. understand. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley knows about this already. Oh She's known gosh. about it from the beginning. We're Jesus. chilling. All right, well, hey, trust y'all. me. Like she I'm knows so this is going on. <laughs> is, we're good. We're good. So we're funny. good. <laughs> Not Starbucks. <laughs> I mean, unless we make a big deal out of it like we are now, now it's going to be... <laughs> nah, I'm just going to delete my promo. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, yeah. You know, Starbucks is a left-leaning company. Come on now. Well, and I, I feel like it's a privilege to work for this company because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a, and a true honor. It's a true honor to live up to the mission and values which is to cultivate, uh, you know, a space of yes. welcoming and belonging. In a third but place. I really do believe in that. And I swear to God, I'm not joking. We sound like drones, though. I, <laughs> we do sound like drones. And maybe they did their job in, like, drilling that in me. Yeah. But I also feel like in my family upbringing, like, okay, coffee and Starbucks is supposed to be, like, Italian roots. And I have Italian roots. Yeah. And that culture is, like, Everyone is your family. You treat them well. Mm-hmm. You give everything you have because it doesn't matter, you know. And you, uh, like the coffee experience, you go to a cafe and you you chat for as long as you need to, you know. So I think that's an experience that we're trying to create create uh, as well in our stores. 
Um, but the challenge is that uh, it's so fast paced, so high volume. Yeah. It's more. It's it's fast food almost. Yeah. You know how do you? It becomes like you know, we need to clean the machines. We need to yeah. mop the floors. We need to get all this done because we got to get out by this time, and there's going to be three right. rushes in between that. So <laughs> you need to be. You know no the song. I'm every woman. Yeah. <laughs> you need to be every woman. You need to wear so many hats. You need to be flexible, yeah. because you're not just. A supervisor yeah. you are a leader you're a coach you're a counselor you're uh an electrician yeah. you're a plumber you know that's something <laughs> that we, we have talked about a yeah. lot me and chris is that like something that like you know i've been a little discouraged about like just a lot of things in life lately mm-hmm. and it just affects your work it trickles down and i feel like i I've noticed that, you know, the way that I come to work affects the way that a lot of people around me, their day is. If mm-hmm. I'm in this mood, then a lot of people become in that mood. And so if I'm in a good mood, I, I you know, it kind of like ripple effect. Yeah. And, you know, especially in a time like this, um, you become... The smallest people become leaders because they're, people really rely on positivity in really hard times, mm-hmm. you know? And so um, people are really craving, like, genuine positivity. And if you can yeah. be a source of that, like, you can bring more joy to people's life than you ever could have imagined. And, like, I thought of this when watching The Pianist. Have you seen that? I haven't seen it yet. Well, the, in the pianist, there's a moment where um, it's it's about the Holocaust, and they're all about to get kind of loaded onto the mm-hmm. cattle cars. They don't know it yet, but they're waiting by the railroad. And the main character is walking through, and there's people just begging for things like, "I need this, I need this, I need," and there's people just crying, and it's just a horrible scene. And he has he has nothing he can offer to anyone not even like a word and so like in that moment i i thought like once society starts tumbling downwards like becoming somebody who has hope and like something like a nice word for someone or anything to offer in that moment of their just despair is like more than yeah food it's just hope you know it's just a human connection yeah chris what do you feel like you've needed or lacked uh during this covid era like is there <clears throat> for me for example like i can i can only see people's eyes you know like i, I like to smile mm-hmm. i feel like that's my selling point and now i i have to be so much more expressive with my eyes and my gestures so people know that i'm being polite cuz your face is covered yeah yeah. Is there something you feel like you've a connection you wanted to make? Do you want to be you miss your friends? You know, oh, yeah. how's how's it been? Well, like <clears throat> for me, it's at work they expect all this like customer service, like top notch, mm-hmm. and on top of that, they stack on these like COVID rules, and then they stack on all these like crazy. Um, I don't know. They just keep they. 
yeah. keep piling stuff on top of you and like you're doing the work of five people yeah. and they expect miracles and stuff and you're just, also a compliance officer now because you have to check everyone in yeah. and take temperatures yeah yeah it's insanity and just I'm so like mentally exhausted by the time I'm off work and just totally is sucking my energy dry mm-hmm. you know I feel like that's a major thing that's been lacking is these companies are retail companies are making a lot of money like the big ones like Starbucks and grocery stores and they're not <clears throat> reinvesting any of that in extra support for their workers <clears throat> they're just continuing to pile on more and more tasks because they're getting it done because they're stuck on that pay because there's no jobs outside of it so <clears throat> I don't know that's kind of a negative way to look at it but mm-hmm. I feel like that's been a major issue in my life that's been kind of sucking so my energy was there any positives do you feel like um, positives is push me to like work on creative projects more, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, does it, uh, everyone know that he's like a fire producer, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your, do you have like a music page on Instagram? Yeah, it's just my name, Crystal Connors on Spotify. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's only one oh. song on there, but uh, I have more coming. Very it's soon. amazing. I heard it. Check it out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, just you know, just a little side. Hey, yeah, me too. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh, Tommy also does some things. (laughs) What does he do, Tommy? What's your um? I color. Yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> you say, yeah. He has some crayons. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Good you. job. I'm going to put this on the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> you want to print it out on the computer? Tommy, you're an amazing digital artist. I actually Bless would love to like, commission you. you for something soon, I swear. Really? Thank can you. Can you, you plug your uh, Instagram handle for your art? Yeah, Mo's Art. Mo's, Mo's art. art Digital. Now let's spell that. M O Z E A R T D I G I T L. Okay. I don't know. T A L. A L. You have no excuse not to follow. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your coffee fell. Did you know that? Oh. Oh no. It didn't spill though. Why are we obsessed with coffee, guys? <clears throat> you know why. <laughs> <laughs> it is a drug. It's that Christian Coke. Uh, that Christian Coke. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. said that one time. Check out my next single, <laughs> Christian Coke. Christian, Christian Coke. Coke. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Uh, we should do the song. <clears throat> Hold that. Coming out tonight. Well, there's people. I mean, there's states right now that are. Uh, they're opened up. There are no no masks. No mask. What other ones do you know? I only know of Texas. I haven't been... What about Florida? I feel like Florida even never had masks. Florida literally <laughs> was just... They, they were like... a wall and we're pandemic. just like... Woo! Let's party! Let's go to the beach. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they've been... Yeah, they've been nonstop. Like, I remember months ago, my friend came back from Korea. He's in the military. Mm-hmm. And he was stationed in Korea. He, he was... Um, put in Florida before that he went back to his family. I think he just got off um, his four year. Okay. Whatever. And dude, he lands. Shout out to the vets. Shout out to the vet. He lands, <laughs> COVID free this whole time, and then he goes to one bar, gets COVID. Whoa. Yeah. He has to quarantine in the military. Oh, that's unfortunate. The military is like, 
They leave your food at the door. You mm-hmm. stay in your room. Your it's roommate actual, is now. It wasn't gone. like our quarantine. Like we got to go to the grocery store. Yeah, like we got to go to wherever. Still, if we wanted to go somewhere, yeah. you still. If you had to, mm-hmm. you still could. But they're just like. You know, Damn. that scene in The Aviator where Leonardo DiCaprio is just, like, peeing in milk jugs. <laughs> <laughs> He's just naked. He's just hair all grown out. <laughs> 14 days. 14 days. <laughs> Jesus. Not, and I think that's why I was trying to be so cautious and safe this whole time. It's because I don't want to do that. I don't yeah. want to be, you know... And granted, there were times where we had no choice, where we had to be off of work yeah. or... And yeah, I, I just know, had to. Yeah, I got it, tested it though, negative. I don't know if Sam told you that because she told no one. I heard. Oh, well, it's no one's business. It's okay. <laughs> no, because I worked with people. It is people's business. Oh, like oh, you know, okay, like I worked okay. with people that day. I understand that part. Okay. And they're like, um, uh, did you <laughs> test yourself? And I'm like, yeah. But also, you were off for so long, and they were fine. Yeah, you know? that's so it's true. okay. But, uh, yeah, this thing's nuts, dude. Like, never in my life... I, I remember the first stimulus check that we got. I was like, wait, the government gives you money in times of need? Well, there hasn't been one since... I think Obama gave a stimulus. Really? Yeah, and I maybe it was... I really don't remember what... Was it for, like, the 2008 was. thing? Oh, guys... Audience. You're like, <laughs> you're like, I don't know, but... If you remember, leave a comment somewhere, <laughs> wherever this is. Help us. Uh, why did uh, President Barack Obama give us a stimulus check? I don't know. It wasn't H1N1. That wasn't too bad, was it? Now I, f- really. now I feel like I should have brought my statistics, like I said. Nobody... <laughs> I feel like that's crazy, though. Because my dad did mention something about how he got one before. But mm-hmm. do you remember? No. He said, though, that it was, like, Clinton. Well, okay, let's say this is the first for our generation, for people of our age group Mm -hmm. that are been working a few years and... Yeah, it's almost like... I remember there was one in the Bush era, too. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you get it? Uh, no. Don't don't expose... I didn't make enough money or something. Call Chris old without saying he's old. <laughs> no, no that's been a that's been a meme already. Trust me. <laughs> I'm He's kidding, like, there was I'm one kidding. in like Great Depression. Did you get it? <laughs> Did you get that? Did you cop that Uncle Sam money? Oh, vampire! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a sack of coins. <laughs> the blooms. Damn. Like, there's no currency. I got roasted. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's because I'm a Gemini. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Gemini. Oh, we Geminis are amazing. He's He's got a little Gemini in him. Yeah. Wait, what is your uh, sun moon. sign, though? Taurus. Oh, we love Taurus. We love Taurus. Yeah, we yeah. do. I get along well with Tauruses. Absolutely. What is the reputation you feel like is perpetuated about the Taurus? Um... Like, stubborn and lazy. And as a Taurus, can you confirm? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty stubborn in in things I really believe in. Okay. And, but... He's got a good one for this. Wait for it. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I can be pretty lazy, but I work really hard at the same time. 
I see. I can see that. I can yeah. see that. And I do know that you work cars, so. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, when I rest, I it's rest. Things, I don't do anything. <laughs> I think it's things that, like, like, Tauruses do work really hard on things they want to do. Right. So things you're passionate about, right? Yeah. Like, they don't give a fuck about. So maybe stubborn, <laughs> the stubborn also mean focused in a yeah, way? Yeah, pretty okay. focused. But then, like, <clears throat> I don't know. A little Gemini in me, I feel. The Gemini moon. Yeah. So the moon, I, I'm i not too... That, I feel like, knowledgeable, brings a lot of Your emotions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So it's like moments of focus and then a lot of distraction. Yeah. Big time. This is, like a, this is a moment of the podcast where a lot of people either turn it up or turn it off. off. That's why I was like, should we even go into this category? To this I think round? that we should because I like it. And second of all, we've had like Lizzie on and so we've talked about... So many people are like not into it. And I don't, I'm not an expert, so I don't want to sound like ignorant about it. But I just have my beliefs, you know? So, yeah, we yeah. should talk about it because you, are, you do know a lot about it. And first of all, before we go on, I love this shit because... Um, and I know I don't have to justify this, but I love this shit because I think it's an ancient way of navigating through your personality and yeah. the personalities of others. Yeah. And like, if anything, it's not, it doesn't have to be a magical thing for you, but if you can look at some of the, the attributes of certain people and certain mm-hmm. things, you can start seeing in yourself, oh, I have this, I have that. Yeah. And you don't have to be a Virgo or a Taurus or a Gemini who is a Gemini. You don't mm-hmm. have to believe in that. But just looking through all these different things that astrology teaches and talks about can really like bring things out of you that you didn't even know you had, yeah. which are positive and good. And I you think know? it's so important to search within yourself analyze, figure out who you are, what your purpose is. Yeah. And this is just one avenue that people choose to kind of understand the psyche and and but also the moon and stars and how that affects, you know, our planet and our emotions mm-hmm. and everything, the universe. Um so I think there's so much more to it that you can expand upon. But right. What we're limited to right now I think is the zodiac signs and how we identify based upon what the stars say, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's gotten a little, like, social media grabs a hold of things mm-hmm. and just goes, <clears throat> boom, just yeah. blows it up. And, and, like, there's things that are really beautiful that I'm just sick of because of social media. I think I agree. And I think astrology is might be one of those things for a lot of people. It's been, what's the word, gentrified? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Same with like um, spirituality too, mm-hmm. because yeah. it's it's so easy to claim, you know, that I'm Zen, that I'm grounded, yeah, that I'm abundant of joy, but <clears throat> that's good to market. But are you really doing the work? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, grounding yourself for real and and figuring out? what's wrong about you or how you're perceived by others or healing from your trauma. Right. And I feel like that takes time to deal with, you know, I feel like I know more today than I knew yesterday. And I'm glad because yesterday I thought I knew 
everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope that makes sense. Um, so I feel like it's just so easy to perpetuate, um, I don't know, a niche or a trend. Um, but we have, to, we have to give honor to what it really takes, you know, to be a true, empathetic, loving, caring, mm-hmm. compassionate uh, person that cultivates that as well. Right. That's interesting because I've noticed in myself that <clears throat> just recently I noticed that, like, sometimes I'm full of shit about mm-hmm. certain um, things that I think about myself. Like, I'm fooling myself about certain things at certain time. And there's maybe, like, certain times in life where you give more effort to certain aspects of yourself than others. Sometimes you're going through a hard time, and sometimes you're having a a great time in life, and it's a lot easier to cultivate certain relationships. And, you know, and so, like, maybe sometimes when you get into a, a really shitty headspace, like, it's almost a challenge, like, oh, yeah, you're, like, a nice guy when everything's great, but mm-hmm. here's a fucking... Oh, we're our worst critics. Wild and, card. Uh, speaking of Zodiacs, that's such a Virgo trait. You guys, like, will tear yourself apart, mm-hmm. you know? Because um, I feel like you guys want to cultivate and nurture and make everything... I hate to use the word perfect, but perfect. Yeah. And then when it's not, it's like, what the hell am I doing wrong? What's yeah. wrong with me? You know, you guys. It's very like motherly. Yeah, very like the woman, the Virgo mm-hmm. woman. Very like feminine the sign. Yeah, very nurturing. Very, it's an earth sign, so it's very grounded, and and I think that's what they're successful at is, you know, especially in the family dynamic. I think you guys are great at that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to be aware of your negatives as well, you know, mm-hmm. and how you react to stress, how you react to, now that should have been on silent. Oh God. Who goes there? <laughs> <laughs> it's my father. Oh, hi, Dad. Oh God. <laughs> Dad? Uh, <laughs> yes? What did I do? <laughs> Boy, Sorry. Like, pick up the goddamn phone, son. <laughs> If he calls again, we'll have to go to commercial. Yeah, go to commercial yeah. break. <laughs> but anyways, I think it's so important just to be aware of who you are and your negatives and the things that you perpetuate or that are toxic toxic about you, you know? Yeah. So I feel like for myself, when I'm under stress, I may withdraw <coughs> a little bit. I may be a little more silent mm-hmm. and not interact as much because I'm so much in my head, you know? I'm like, yeah. I'm stressed. I got to do this, 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 and that. And now I need to be aware of how that affects my family or my relationships or my partner yeah. um, and how that makes them feel, you know, which is not to take away from how I'm feeling. You know, if I'm upset, I'm upset and I deserve to feel that feeling and experience it. But also I need to move on at some point yeah. uh, because it becomes... You, be, you go from the victim to the person that's victimizing people, you know? But it's weird, though, because, like, there's people, like, for example, uh, I enjoy the fact that you do that, especially at work, because I do that. 
Mm-hmm. And when we work together, we just stop talking mm-hmm. if, if shit pops off. And we just, like, try and flow, you know? You gotta we do be, have you a gotta, good flow. What's it called? Read the room. You know, like, if if you feel I'm having a day or I feel you're having a day, and I'll ask you, is everything okay? I'm very candid with you. I'll yeah. ask you, how are you feeling? And you don't have to tell me your life story, but, we, you know, you give me enough signal respectfully that we know, okay, this is kind of how we're going to work today. And yeah. with everybody, it should be like that. Um but, but yeah. like some things, some personality traits that are problems for others are things that other people enjoy. Is mm-hmm. my point. Like, it's very odd how humans are. You oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like we're all so different. Like, also, people like look at us. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like the zodiac thing we were talking about. Like, mm-hmm. there's personality traits that some like and some hate. You know. Okay. And I think that like maybe things like in one relationship like with maybe my ex she might have hated something that now the person that I'm with now doesn't mind right you know right. or maybe even like compliment you for like mm-hmm. oh wow you're so like calm and quiet and the other person's like why don't you like tell me what yeah, you're thinking why aren't you outgoing and blah 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 yeah why don't right. you tell me this and like communicate more and the other person's like thank you for being so <sighs> subtle and nice and that's so nice to just be appreciated <laughs> yeah. for the things that you might be insecure about or right. or that don't get noticed as much. The things that you, you know. So I think that's important. <clears throat> Are you guys empty on the bubbly or what's going on with your drink I situation? I'm, I can empty it soon. Okay. <laughs> I, need take, I need to take a quick bath. Should, should we pause it? Because I think we need to re-up on the, the okay, drinks. We'll pause. All right. Uh, all right we're back bathroom break over yeah it was only two minutes yeah <laughs> probably 15 two and a half you're so honest is that a tourist trait honestly so. yeah it is wow yeah we didn't did we didn't we actually like segued from that we trailed off a lot but yeah. it's okay yeah because that's how it was meant to end yeah all right destiny <laughs> That's what it unveiled for us. And then Destiny unveiled this new Kyla hard kombucha. Get yourself a Kyla. Anyways. um, (laughs) We got grapefruit again. I I didn't realize we got the same flavor, but um, I've had these before. They're pretty good. They got a little bite to them, but we got hard kombucha again. I'll go down a little bit of the... A description. So we have 90 calories, zero grams of sugar, gluten-free, live cultures, which you want in kombucha, and 100% vegan, as it should always be. Hold on. Let me ask you something real quick, because okay. I had a question about this. If it has live cultures in it, why can it be warm? Why can it not be warm? Why can it be warm? It can be warm. Why? Um... You want to refrigerate it because that brings it to a temperature where the cultures stop producing, and it stops fermenting, I should say. Uh-huh. But when it's at room temperature, that's when bacteria and yeast grow and do their thing. Um, so kombucha, it can be warm, but it's going to continue to ferment. So why did I think that, other than I think you said something about it, 
that the live cultures create like bad bacteria if it's warm too long. Or if it's um, exposed to air. Could, if it's exposed growing. to air, that's why you keep it like wrapped in a cheesecloth. You want it to breathe because it's alive, but you want to keep things out. So if you open it and um, then you... No, you can open it and handle it. But then once you're done, the thing you're trying to protect is the SCOBY, the symbiotic culture of yeast, mm-hmm. um, because that's a living organism. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're protecting. And as I'm saying, point, yeah, like I know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, right, right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> um, but that's the thing you're protecting. Uh, and you're going to handle it at some point, so you're going to touch it, you're going to feel it, because that's what is going to make your kombucha, period. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you can have it warm, you can have it cold, we just want it cold, is the desired, like, when we're done fermenting, when it's the flavor we want, when it's perfect, you put it in the refrigerator. So, like, let me, let me give the, you this scenario. Okay. I get a kombucha, I open it up, I drink it, and I'm drinking it throughout the night. I don't drink the whole thing, and I leave it out throughout the night. Can I come back the next day and drink it, even though it's been out of the refrigerator? And it, this is a real thing, because yeah, yeah, I leave yeah, my kombucha yeah. out sometimes. It is like, a thing, yeah, because you don't, you don't want to drink it all at once sometimes. Yeah. You know? Sometimes it's a lot. Um, yeah. You can drink it. It's safe. Okay. What's going to happen is you might form a scoby in the bottle. So it'll be a little uh, culture of yeast. Yeah, a little ring of something around the edge. I've seen that. Inside of the rim of the bottle or whatever the shape is. It's going to take the shape of the the bottle. Yeah. If it sits there, even a few hours, it can do that. But it's safe. Can you, like... And I'm not a physician... Can you uh, uh, <laughs> speak with your doctor before you? He's you a know, he's try a black market kombucha. kombucha. I'm Ye- I don't sell it. <laughs> His Just kombucha is insane. I've had it. You you make oh, better I kombucha. You had it. Yeah, you make better kombucha than anything I've really hey, had. That was like I appreciate that. Kombucha. I appreciate yeah. that. Let the world know. Yeah. Let the world know. So when I market. Trust right. me, it's good. It's organic. It's fresh. And it's, yeah. <laughs> I think you had pomegranate. It was pomegranate. I did black cherries once. I did mango and basil. You can do anything. You know, you can hook it up. And it can be hard kombucha uh, at some point. That's a different process of ferment fermentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm trying to achieve is just a carbonation, a fizziness. <laughs> And the probiotics that come along with it. Yeah. Because that's really good for your tummy, good for your body, things you want. That's why it's the good bacteria. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of it, let's pop this top. All right. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. To a continued good podcast. Cheers. Cheers. Ching, ching. Ching, ching. Yeah, this one Whoa. hits you more like a seltzer. I like this one better. Yeah? yeah? Much better. This is Kyla kombucha with a kick. Okay, so what was the last one we had? Boochcraft. 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 No shade, Boochcraft, but yeah, step up your game a little bit. That was a bit much. Kyla, she's sophisticated. The packaging, <laughs> <laughs> the packaging is sleek. Yeah, she's the moment. She's here. She's got the she's everything. Modern. The alcohol volume now. Now Booch was winning. The alcohol volume yeah. was seven. Was seven percent. 
That one got me. And it was 12 ounces. Yeah, I was feeling stupid. You know. know. We're just letting our hair down. Uh, Tommy's letting his man bun down. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so Kyla, she's also 12 ounces, but it's only 4.5% alcohol volume. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that as well because this is just like the coming down seltzer. You know, you just want to mellow out now. You don't want to just be going up and up and up. Yeah, exactly. It's classy. I was just about to say that. That was one of the best, like, advertisements I have ever heard of anything. Kyla, if you're out there, (laughs) hear this. Sponsor us. We should send them an email. We'll just clip exactly (laughs) what Malcolm just did. Like, hire this man now. Also... Current company, listen, I can I can mark it. Yes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> this one's really good though. Yeah. They have another flavor, I was gonna grab it, but they didn't, you know, have it at the store. But I think it's tangerine so is the theme of the day. We're here for that. I'm here for it. So I <sighs> think one thing we were wanting to discuss was yes. like school school yes and also following that some of the things that we're kind of pushing towards right now in our own life okay and one of that thing right now is school and you thought i don't want to talk about school because maybe it's boring to you but i thought possibly that this is one of the craziest times to be in school where everyone is forced to be online yeah what is going on right now so for me, I was accustomed to, to that already. I was pretty much doing online school through my employer, which is great, and I'm, I like the program. Yeah. Um, but I think what the challenge was for like society as a whole is we're so used to the school system five days a week for from eight to three or however long kids were in school. We had a routine. We depended on our teachers a lot. And now we depended on them so much more to not only build a curriculum online and teach 30 or however the classroom size is students. Yeah. Um, but to, how, like, how do you even give attention to a child that needs particular needs? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. That's, so I think it was so challenging and frustrating you. for parents to have to be at home or have to work from home and be responsible and liable for the child's education, mm-hmm. which is a full-time job, you know? Yeah. And then being liable when they unfortunately can't meet those needs or, you know, that the school requires. Um, and then for the schools, it's not easy either. How do you meet the challenge of uh, social distancing, limited size classrooms, masks, um, and enforcing that. Yeah. So it's just been so hard. And the victim in all of this is children who have suffered. Their education has suffered. Right. Their psyche has suffered. But what about you, know, you though? I... You. <laughs> you are in this as well. You say I, they, <laughs> them, them. Like... I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, honestly, online classes are the worst. I'll 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 talk a little about Mike's experience. Uh, You know, I kind of defaulted. Yeah. Uh, I'm a business major. I also have a minor in organizational leadership. So I have, like, 
full-time school and full-time work. So as soon as I get off work, which I'm sacrificing today, uh, I go home and I do my homework and then I go to bed and right. I repeat the cycle. Um, which, thank you. No, of course. And this yeah. is, I'm so humbled and appreciative to be here. I really think, because I do listen to this and you guys are dope as fuck. Thank you. Well, thank can you. I curse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can curse all you want. Am I going to demonetize you guys? No, you're like, good. <laughs> Anchor does not care. <laughs> shout out to Anchor. Yeah, shout out Anchor. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's like a really hard balance, but I'm not the only person enduring that. And, you know, it's, it's just, you got to keep at it if you really want to you know, achieve what you're trying to, and what I'm trying to achieve is just some escape from, like, the oppression of being below the poverty line, you know, yeah. it's, it's hard um, to maintain a life or a family sometimes, so that's <clears throat> my motivation in school, you know, yeah. and it's weird online, um, I do have to do Zooms, my exams are proctored, I have to film myself, I have to show my entire room, make sure, you know, which is fine. That's wild to me. Yeah, you have to yeah. show your room? I have to show my room, my ears, my arms. You're just, you're glossing by these. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> like these are normal for you. Do you know how insane that is it's for me? It's normal now. What's that book? Eight, 1984? 1984? 19, yeah. Is that George Orwell? Yeah. 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 That's some George Orwell shit that you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's the real, institution's though. decision to proctor the exam. Um, and I do what I can to, you know... You're so loyal. I, <laughs> <laughs> you're, so, you're so loyal. I love I it. I wouldn't use that word. I would just say I'm smart. Yeah, no. You know? I get it. I get it. But, I'm, you know, I'm doing the best I can to get where I need to be. Yeah. For myself, for my family, you know. It's, it is that's, inspiring. That's my motivation. And, um, yeah, something business, I just have, like, business classes, math, management, um, it's just, I'm fucking tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every day, dude, you're I'm like, tired. I go home, I gotta do homework, and, I don't, and you just I feel like I'm a drag, shit. I feel like I'm an old man, I'm like, damn, where's my youth, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I'm hoping, like, you know, once I get over at least this hump of education, that's a challenge, like, the workforce requires so much of you, uh, on your resume, and, mm -hmm you know, credentials and what, how you look on paper, how does your LinkedIn look, you know, how are you selling yourself? And sometimes you have to like step up to that mm -hmm. and it's, it's challenging, but we're doing it. Yeah. This world is full of credentials and diplomas and credit scores mm -hmm. and little, oh, God, little credit. markers of how good you're doing in this world. You know? Yeah. I feel like and I'm constantly watching like, tax how-to videos because did I learn about anything or anything about taxes in school? No. Um, not even in college, unless you take yeah. any upper division financial courses, which is not accessible to people that are not pursuing higher education. So a lot of people are just so financially literate about everything and, and how to survive and I what's am. necessary. And so, yeah, another challenge for you is like, how do you prepare yourself and make sure that you have security going into the future? Right? Yeah. So. It's, it's honestly terrifying. Like one of the biggest trends on TikTok during tax season is like, oops, I fucked up on my taxes. Time to yeah. go to jail. Like it's like, 
And that's why I'm like, I don't do my... I know people do... And I don't want to say any of the names of the companies, but I don't do my own taxes online because I will mess something up or I don't want, like, the IRS to come after me later and say, hey, you did this wrong. Yeah. So I go to H&R Block and I'm like, just... I'll pay the fee, take yeah. it out of my... How much is the fee normally? It depends. I don't know. I like, think, is it 200 I think, like, 200 300 Really? But, you know... I, it is what it I is. need somebody to like clear my shit up. I, I know that I have the safety of like everything's done correctly. I brought him all my forms and he's a professional, you know. Yeah, so. like I need peace of mind that like, you know, you know, TurboTax, I've done it every single year mm-hmm. and you just don't talk to anybody. This is like the first yeah. year that they have like someone you can webcam with. Oh, is there like um, a interactive yeah. experience now? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I just need... I think I need to go to H&R Block like you do and just be like, hey, let's talk. Mm-hmm. What's up? I call them, make an appointment. I also do, like, the package where they run my background check or whatever, yeah. make sure nobody's using my uh, social... I had peace of mind of that. So... <laughs> shout out to H&R Block. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> Please sponsor us, Look H&R at this. Block. Look at us well, adults. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So bored, just taxes and work and but I think, oh, they I all think steal mine. A topic we had in mind was like being of our age or something like that. Yeah. What was that? Well, we were talking about um, work. I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> Stoner moment. Yeah. But uh, oh, online school. Yeah. 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 Okay. You're like, well, I'm done with that. Let's go on. (laughs) And just to, like, wrap it up, fuck school. I really don't enjoy it, and nobody enjoys school. There's more to talk about on that, I feel like. It's just, like, a dynamic that you really have to get through, and and not everybody can do it, and not everybody has the resources that they need to do Mm -hmm. it, because not everyone has the same capabilities, you know? Yeah, it's not the 1950s where I got a job at the grocery store yeah, and I paid yeah. my tuition we need to, we need to adapt to the evolution know, of the world and the challenge that we're facing we're in a digital technological world we should be learning about digital currency uh, you know taxes and shit mm-hmm. like that so we'll leave it at that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean like Davis was free to, sorry to go on but Davis was free to go to until like not that long ago you know just 30 40 years ago I didn't know that any UC was free up until like the late 70s wow. or something yeah, is that right I think so yeah yeah and now how much does education cost people it, are in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt you know yeah mm-hmm. so that's very scary and then they're not even paying their debt. They're paying their interest every year. Right. Or whatever. It's just a lifetime of debt. Yeah. Just locked in you don't get out of it. So I'm very thankful, you know, that I'm not really paying for college. It's through a scholarship. So that's, you know, well, that's the benefit of my education. You notice a trend coming from this generation after realizing that this might possibly all just be a big scam. And that is... Sell your shit, quit your job, buy a van, deck the van out, and then go mm-hmm. live on your own. You know, this is a very popular thing to do right now. Mm-hmm. 
you know, just going out, moving to Oregon. Could you do that, Chris? Oh, I would love that. Where, where, like, can you, have you done cr- cross-country traveling, though? Not really. I have driven a lot. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I've driven a lot. <laughs> all up and from down home California. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, all I'm up dead. and down California. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. And all up and down. But never, like, cross country no okay okay that could be something on the bucket list now we no we oh, definitely sure. want to take this podcast on the road that. oh my no, god i'm not kidding like tom and tilfer takes <laughs> the u.s tom and <laughs> tom and tilfer 66 <laughs> that would be amazing yo go i, I would fun stop that. off at like that's dope stop off at like um you know different restaurants that are this is very guy fieri you guys, you guys just want to eat. But also, like, we yeah, stop off at some lunatic's house by, like, Area 51 mm-hmm. and, like, talk to him about just... Tell us about Roswell. Insane yeah, yeah. shit. Just <laughs> alien. <laughs> you know, all that shit. Like, okay. So, you believe in aliens. Aliens, oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Those, that's, a big, that's a big Tom and Topher topic. That is. Huh? We, lo- we love aliens on the show. We've so talked about it many what, what times. What is the consensus? Consensus. I don't know, of aliens on the Tom and Topher experience. Like it always changes. Are they far away? Are they here? Can we communicate with them? Interdimensional they, aliens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or are they being hidden? What's going on? I can go for it. it feels like a little bit of everything. He has he has strong opinions about this, and I'm. We talked about this the other night. He was like, "Are you freaked out about all the shit going on right now?" Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff going on right now. If you just dip into it, <laughs> there is some crazy. Chris, shit. I just imagine Chris like aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and anyone that knows what I mean when I say aliens, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. The dude, the if you know, you know. Uh-huh. If you know, you know. But yeah, I come home and he's aliens. Dude, yeah. There's so much shit. And I was like, you know what? At this point, like, they they probably exist. And if yeah. we don't, if they're not here, if they haven't found us yet, which is probably unlikely, uh, they still probably exist. Mm-hmm. Like, the probability of them existing, the probability of another life form other than ourselves existing in this vast universe is the same probability of another species existing on this vast earth to me. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, I like that you said to me. Like, that's good statistics. I love yeah. that. You're like, <laughs> to me. <laughs> that's all, that's <laughs> always, it's bro science. Like, that's it's always, Whoa. I gotta stop it off. Hashtag with the bro. bro science. Bro science. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make sure that everybody's clear that, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't force my opinion on anyone. You don't explain. Aliens. Telling <laughs> <laughs> you, they're real. They're out there. I believe it. I believe it. And I feel like it's just the universe is so vast. Yeah. We can't. They're just not in our neighborhood. There's no, to our knowledge, um, life in this observable, you know, neighborhood of planets. Or that we can see. And then everything we see, isn't it like 
so old, the data, isn't it like thousands of light years away? So then that's oh, yeah. not even what's really happening. Right. So that's what's the happening stars right. you're seeing are So how are the you even, yeah. From, but I know that we do have some like accurate data from like rays. I don't want to get into it because I'm not an expert, but you know what well, I mean. Well, <laughs> let's get into it. All right, okay. all right, all right. Have you heard of Lieutenant David Fravor? No, or Fraser? Please, a lot Fravor. Okay, Lieutenant David Fravor is somebody that I think that you should look up and you should watch okay. some of his interviews because <clears throat> this will blow your mind. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm somebody who really tries to find holes in anything, and and like. If if there's anything that, you know, I'm very skeptical and, and on here, like, you might get a different impression because I really love talking about all the shit I'm into at the mm-hmm. time. But um, this particular thing just shattered my, anything that I, any sort of skeptical notions that I had of whether aliens exist, I went, okay. This is something else. And what it is, is Lieutenant David Fravor is, uh, he's a captain of an F-16 squadron okay. of fighters. This dude's like been in 30 plus years, maybe 40 plus years in the military. Mm-hmm. He's been in for a very long time. Shout out to the vets. Shout out to the vets. He one day gets a call like, hey, you're going out on a training exercise out to here. They get in these un, unarmed planes. They go out, and they are flying around, and all of a sudden they intercept this object. They have to start tracking it because wow. it's in American airspace, and they're like, what the fuck is this thing? And apparently it was hovering above the water, right? And it's a tic-tac-sized object, and they circled it's this It's a what thing. size object? Tic, or a tic-tac-shaped object. Oh, just a size. I was like, damn. Yeah, no. <laughs> tic-tac-shaped object. Okay. It um, popped up on their radar, so they intercepted it. They have footage of it from the, mm. the planes. They, um, they circled this thing for something like five to eight minutes. And as they circled this thing, it jammed their radar, which is an oh. act of war. It is an act of war to jam their radar, so they now have the ability to intercept this thing oh, wow. and shoot it that. down. But they were not equipped with weapons on these training fighters that they had. And so they didn't shoot it down. They were not given clearance to shoot it down, and they had no idea what to do. So they just circled this thing for quite some time, and eventually, it left within seconds the visual, um, so the screens that they have that you Mm -hmm. see, the black and white screens that you normally see on those military... The radar or whatever, yeah. Well, like, they have the footage of, you can normally see the actual gun that you're shooting at someone... And they'll have them on like AC-130s. It's black and white film. It's the footage that they released of the actual UFO. This, the span that you can see on this actual screen is hundreds of miles. So if something shoots off, you can still see it 
-hmm. If it's a regular plane, just it keeps going and going and going. But this thing disappeared out of the entire, in the the entirety of the screen, the radar, everything. Like fast. Just gone. And so after this, they go back. They report what happened. They told the admiral of this fleet of ships when what they, happened. Let me guess what happened. They buried, they buried it. No one knew anything. No, they didn't bury anything. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. And now I'm surprised. So they tell the admiral. The admiral said, we knew what we were sending you to. Mm-hmm. We purposefully sent you to this without any weapons because we know that this thing is there and it's not going to shoot at us and we're not going to shoot at it. We just want to reconnaissance it. They have no clue what it is. The admiral of this entire fleet has no clue what this is. He's given, he's been given no information based on besides what they have found out off their reconnaissance missions. Mm -hmm. He's, he's the, the David Fravor, is very, braver. You know, <laughs> yeah, I keep Fravor. trying to say Fraser. <laughs> he gets back onto the ship, and everyone's talking amongst themselves. Right? They had multiple planes who saw this. Mm-hmm. They were out with them, and they were just like, "What the fuck was that?" They expect some dudes in black suits to come tell them, "Hey, you do not tell anyone about this." Nobody came. Nobody mm-hmm. told them anything. Nobody knew anything. And like the, his thought process is that the government has no clue what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. They just know they're dealing with something. And so in, in, in like the COVID-19 bill, they've already released the footage of this. You can go look on it. You can go look it up on the internet. Is that what I saw on the media about like... Wall Street Journal made a post about okay. it. Okay. So that, yeah, I feel like that was legitimate. And that I was look into that. David Fravor. <sighs> Chris, what's going on? my mind is blown please tell us please elaborate please let us know what is the White House saying (laughs) I don't know dude I don't know I try to avoid the news the news do you avoid the news he does tell me tell me he does TikTok news no I do not (laughs) well tell me tell me how do you stay informed and how do you make choices and whatever choices you choose to make politically like how do you say I mean I I don't I'll, I'll dip in the news you talk I really gotta pee I'm so sorry yeah I'll dip in the news just to see what's going on but I feel like if I follow it too much I just start getting too negative yeah I feel like if it's, the world's gonna be so positive sad. yeah if the world's gonna be positive I have to be a positive person like fit for service type thing yeah so I try and spend most of my time um just with a mm-hmm. growth mindset and doing things to improve myself. I like that growth mindset. Yeah. Hashtag growth mindset. Um, and I think it's important to be positive and influential to children and you have kids, right? Mm-hmm. So how has it been like being a dad during the pandemic as well? It's actually been really great because we've been spending a lot more time with each other since they're home more mm-hmm. from school and stuff. So that's been really great. Um, a lot more close-knit stuff but yeah just been going well um i've been lucky to have more of a positive experience of this crisis just been Mm -hmm. able to kind of explore who i am and what i'm 
want to focus on in life. Mm-hmm. So been that's been really beneficial to me, you know, with respect to people that yeah. go into through this hard I time. I feel like thank God no, I don't want to say that. I <laughs> but I am I am appreciative that I got some breaks in between like busting my ass, you know, and yeah. it was forced. You know, I was forced to take breaks. And during those times, it just gave me perspective on, like, things that were important and things that I wanted to strive for. And I feel like I was in this, I was stuck in a routine of just getting up, going to work, blah, 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 getting up, going to work. Yeah. And what was I doing outside of that? What was I doing for myself? You know, so then I, I did get time to just rest and like really take care of myself again. Mm-hmm. And I hate to use the word self care because I feel like it's so overused now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that's one of those. Just that, like anything that's true. <clears throat> yeah, it's just one of those terms now, but it's also accurate and important that like, and maybe, maybe there's a generational thing here, you know, that we prioritize taking care of ourselves and our mental health and our bodies and our minds. Um, and maybe the previous generation is like, why, you know? Yeah. Because they sacrifice so much of themselves for their families. We hear stories that I work so hard, hours and hours and hours. You know, that's what I hear from my family. I don't know about your experience, but when you hear the old generation yeah. speak, you know, or the, um, corporal punishment they face mm-hmm. and things like that. So they are coming from a more abrasive experience. And I think based on that, we're like conditioned to not want to have that experience, to want to have peace, to want to have, I don't know, healthy balance yeah. of life and work. Right. You know, and family. I feel like it's very weird because a lot of countries experience war and there's always like a, well, I don't know if that always, but it seems like after war, like World War II, Mm -hmm. there seemed to be this, this like huge essence of community. People were all gathering together for the war effort, right? And this is maybe like 60s, 50s, right? Yeah, like like 45, 46, 47 okay. was when the war was coming to an end. And yeah. 47, 50s, baby boom era. Yeah. And like a lot of these boomers came from that where the mentality from their parents was this like, it, it really doesn't matter what's going on at home. It matters what's going on in the country. Like, yeah. The country was at war and their parents before them all sacrificed everything to go fight in that war and then come back and then start families, the ones who survived. And then now those people teach the next generation, you know, these are values. And then those aren't values. Those are war values. And so those boomer, that boomer generation are taught these values based off of things that should never, ever exist. which is war. And I think that like, we've been conditioned to 
you know, a society that loves war and capitalism and just making money and profiting off, you know, we, we had the 13th largest military before World War II, and now we have number one. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said capitalist, because we are a capitalist uh, society, and individualist, I think that's the word, (laughs) society, Um, and if you compare that to maybe countries that prioritize the family, that prioritize unity, nationalism, I believe Japan will be a great example of how they prioritize working for their greater good in the future. Yeah. Where here we're prioritizing shorter term uh, instant gratification, right. grand scale mass production. Um, so I think with that comes the negatives that we're experiencing, you know? Yeah. I did hear of this thing um, that China was doing called the 2049 plan. Have you heard of that? No, but I would like to hear that. Well, China, they have this idea that their society is kind of suffering because of mistakes that they've made. And now it's up to the current generation to sacrifice for the next Mm. generation so that they can be greater. And someday which their plan is 2049 to triumph over the United States as the world's top leading tech industrial leader of military, all that. And, um, I think that the United States had that in world war two and that's why we became a great nation and there's soon to be another nation to have that. And like, it's, it's just how the world works. You know, I think, in my opinion, maybe the transition is what was valuable or what made you powerful changed. So now it's in the age of technology, it's the age of artificial intelligence, mass production, um, military, and we're being surpassed, which was not the case for so many years, you know? So... Um, I don't know. No. <laughs> no answers. Yeah, it's just like, how do you even encompass such a just huge framework like the government, military, the yeah. economy? Well, how does it's, America... It's a web, you know? So I can't really untangle the web. It's just, you can really analyze it from so many perspectives and you won't have an answer. Well, America has no... Well... America has the opposite. We what we're doing right now is like you said, we're individualism, mm-hmm. right? Ourselves, we need to go into the forest, build a mm-hmm. cabin, take mushrooms, whatever it is. <laughs> like, like there's this theme going on right now of just individualism. It's, it's the principle and the dynamic our families implement. You go to college, you be successful, yeah. you build something for yourself, yeah. not you do this for the family, you do this for the community, let's put, let's put this together, yeah. let's put our money together, let's have, you know, which some communities do, and they're very prosperous, and we can see evidence of that in our community, mm-hmm. you know, so... But, sorry, I didn't mean to I'm sorry, no, I interrupted you, so please continue. <laughs> well, I was just going to say that, like, it's crazy how capitalism counteracts that, because capitalism is very money-hungry, and even though we are individualistic and 
we're Americans are told we're lazy, we keep up with countries who do that. Oh yeah. And the reason why is for some reason we get up at five a.m. and we go and we make coffee mm-hmm. for eight and a half hours a day, and we bust our ass, and then we go and we like you do, you go home, and you bust your ass at school. Yeah. And then you go to bed and you do the same exact thing. Why is that in this country full of free people? Land of the free, home of the brave, where we're just mind control. Am, am I know? free? Am I free? You are. What do you mean? I'm asking. Did, does that sound like a life of a free person? No, let me. So here's my thought adding on to that is that if someone like Jeff Bezos makes 200 billion, which 200 mm-hmm. billion is an insane amount of money that insane doesn't comprehend. Insane is not a word that I that even touches what two hundred billion is. Not even one billion. Not even a million. Yeah. If that person can have that much money, and pay people the same amount of money that somebody who has a hundred thousand dollars in his bank account mm-hmm. and is trying to start a business mm-hmm. pays their employees, I think that Jeff Bezos is paying out less than pennies to each worker, Mm -hmm. which to me is not freedom. It's not right. It's not just, and it's almost borderline slavery because he's not paying you. He's not paying his workers. He's just going little penny, bing, Mm -hmm. bing, while he has mountains of cash. You know what I mean? And so eventually it becomes workers are just working for nothing, you know? Because compared the, to what's at the top, what the potential is, and is that fair, Chris? It's like that indentured servitude. Yeah. So like a step above slavery. So like you have to pay your way out of that. Yeah. yeah. Poverty lock. Do we, as um, now we, should there be policies or legislations regarding? Um, Let's see, the saturation of wealth one has. I think that that over, like, the past two or three months, my views on the, uh, the accumulation of wealth that certain people have has completely changed because my perspective on, I've, I've, been shown a few perspectives on what a billion is mm-hmm. and that's an unrighteous amount of money mm-hmm. like we've talked about how um, a million seconds is seven days I think and a billion seconds is like hashtag bro science yeah <laughs> hashtag bro science this is within the range a million seconds is something like seven days a billion seconds is something like 37,000 years. Wow. So that's the difference between what a billion is and yeah. Jeff Bezos has 200 of those. So to so me... He has like a thousand fold of lifetimes of income. He could never spend you know? that. Yeah. He could never spend, you know, like half of that. Mm. So what is the point of letting people just continue to abuse the system in order to gain that type of wealth, like not having to pay taxes when I'm paying 40% of my wealth to taxes Mm -hmm. and I make jack shit, you know, 
I make, you know, we all make Emo, jack shit. We make. <laughs> and Compared just know to Jeff. that was a low number. So, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. But on a happier note. <laughs> uh, yeah, we kind of suck a little. Uh, you know, there. it's okay. Let's because bring it up. Let's it was an important discussion to have. We had yeah. to touch on some grown up stuff. We had to vent. I got to get had it to out. Vent. It's therapy here. Because guess what, guys? We're just children playing as adults. Yes. We never grow up. And it's important, it's important to, you know, maintain that and protect it. Yes, that's so. very true. I like that. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to Cheers. that. <laughs> I know this is a little off topic, but I've never asked you this and we've never talked about this, but like, oh I'm very interested to know like, a little bit about your religious beliefs and possibly like what you think might happen after we die because we've gone we've gone through a lot of topics yeah. but that's not one of them I mean that's a big one <clears throat> and I think it's just like in your bed when you're thinking about this like what's your real thoughts I feel like okay so my mother's Italian so that background you know the culture is catholic and they go to church and you know they believe what they believe so i do have some of those elements i sometimes do pray to god um sometimes i even you know refer to jesus christ because it brings comfort Mm -hmm. um but I've also accepted that I really don't know what's on the other side. Yeah. And I really have accepted that some of the, and not to offend anyone, but some beliefs could be just cre- created by, or influenced by, you know, other beings. Right. Uh, or forces. Um, so then, do I really want to invest in that? Do I want to make that my ministry? Perhaps not. So then, what I've lean towards too, which I guess the trend would be is, you know, spirituality and just trying to be the best person I can be because I believe in, I do believe in the law of attraction. That's yeah. another trend, but I do believe it's true. What you put out, you get back maybe tenfold. So, you know, be careful with your actions, with your thoughts, with your intentions. And that's so hard to be responsible of I can't be responsible and I don't want to say can't and that's be responsible for your speech I'm saying I can't (laughs) it's difficult for me to be responsible for my thoughts because I have so many and sometimes I feel like yeah um it's chaotic being yeah I feel like it's hashtag Gemini it's chaotic (laughs) (laughs) so many hashtags yeah yeah I want people to know hashtag um we struggle with the, with the hashtags anyways. <laughs> well, no, exactly yeah. what to put in. Hashtag Gemini. Uh, no, but I don't think you could have said it any better, dude. Like, you know, it's just like... That's like the consensus knows? of this generation. Is you just, know what, really? We've been taught one thing, yeah. and now it's like... It's not necessarily we're canceling that out. It's like finding a, a good blend of like... And you know why it is kind of canceling it? It's because we grew up and see how difficult was for some people to be in those structures, mm-hmm. to be in those, uh, you know, 
institutions like religion yeah. um, and how it can impact the life, especially of g- groups of people that identify differently than the norm. People that are gay, like myself, people that are trans, you know, that's very not accepted in 90% of religions. And if you have a family that's very invested in that, how does that, how's that going to affect you and your upbringing or your sense of self-worth when you're being told that you're not okay? Fortunately, I did not experience that. I had a very accepting mother. We had our challenges, you know, as anyone would. I think her fear uh, for me was how I was going to be received in society, how I was going to be treated. Um, but for me, I didn't want to accept that. I just, I kind of thought she, it was her that was not accepting me. But we kind of resolved that, so I'm okay now. We've been okay. She was always loving and accepting. But I've mm-hmm. had friends who did not have that experience, who yeah. have had it tremendously hard. People, accepting that? Yeah, there's. I have friends that have their parents are very strictly religious, mm-hmm. and they're being told that they're an abomination, you yeah. know, and just terrible things that you can imagine. Um, so I think when you don't have um, a dynamic of a family that's like loving and supporting of who you are and who you identify as, or whatever metamorphosis you go through in life, it could be anything, um, I think it's difficult. Um, but what I, I don't even know what we're talking about, but to kick, to continue, um, I want to say that I think the chosen family is super important. You know, the friends that you make, Yeah. I think you and Chris are a great example of that, mm-hmm. um, of a bond of people that isn't problematic, that you guys are symbiotic, you know, you guys are close and friends and kind of know each other and I can just observe that, um, I think it's important that coming out of your family structure, you build your own family if and safety net of people that are going to respect you, accept you, but also hold you accountable to yeah. continue to be better. You know, because if you are coming out of a toxic situation, you're toxic. Yeah. You know, that's true. There's there's nothing <laughs> that's to say other than that. That's a lot of truth. That and none of us had perfect families. So what does that mean? We are all carrying toxic traits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll leave it at that. And we've like to add on to that. Like there was these big religious structures, and you see that you see that they kind of break down. Like there was at first the big, you know, Catholic church, and then they break down into these weird little denominations or maybe mm-hmm. Christian there's a main Christian church yeah. and they break into different denominations and these little from those denominations come other denominations and now we're at this point to where there's kids like us podcasting in our house just trying to figure out what the hell's going on in this mm-hmm. world looking things up on the internet and literally just like what the fuck is going yeah. on here and like everyone's saying something different you find these little groups of people now and it's not necessarily, we're not searching for churches anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it is kind of going to like online forums and like these little groups that you can go to. And Your kinfolk, hashtag kinfolk, yeah. you know. Which have a lot of benefits. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, <laughs> not I so think, much as well. 
feel like, okay, picture this. There's a sheet or a cloth. You cut up to a million pieces and you scatter it onto, like, mm-hmm. different parts of the world. And then eventually, like, you guys find each other again. You reunite. You make the cloth whole. You make the sheet whole or whatever. Yeah. And. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's like- yeah. So I feel like we had people that are, like, a part of us. Like, say, a part of the same cloth. Um, and you find those people and you hopefully maintain that, you know, connection. Um, but I think we're challenged with like being put with people we're not compatible with on purpose. Like even your family members, you know what I mean? And how hard is that when the expectation is to be compatible with this particular family member? Yeah. You know, so that's been a challenge for me. Um... People are having a, a hard time being able to, like, distance themselves from toxic family members as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's what you're going through, but, like, yeah. I just see it everywhere. Like, you want to make them proud as well as you want to separate yourself from them. Mm-hmm. It's a weird blend. You Absolutely, know? yeah. We're all just trying to please everyone. <laughs> just our boats. And that's hard, too. Like, shit. And trying not to please everybody, but... Sometimes you're like, oh, I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Yeah. I'm taking a hard break from that. Yeah? Yeah. Had to. What what was... What was something... Like, what was not working, and then what did you change? I just felt like I was spread too thin, and just trying to work hard to make my people and my family feel better, and Mm -hmm. um, dedicating too much to work and stuff, and I've kind of just dialed it back and really focused on what is priority in my um, list of goals mm-hmm. and just pick a couple to work on right now and do that and um, prioritize rest and relaxation and yeah. exercise and stuff and yeah we're, we're not machines so like rest is a priority and just figure out how to do that in today's world and what's expected of us yeah. is important there's a way, but we're trying to figure it out. Especially because, like, we've been manipulated into thinking that, like, like there's this there's this weird vibe going around, or was, pre-COVID, that, like, you know, you take your picture, like, oh, I'm working out, I'm going to take a picture, mm-hmm. walk around the gym a bit, and then go home. And, go home. and like, you're going to go and show people that you're doing this life that you think you should be living, but it sh- it's very fake. And, like, now we're confronted with, all right, you're stuck in your home. This is COVID time, you know. Mm -hmm. You have nobody you can really talk to outside of your work. You know, you're kind of isolated from everyone, especially if you're Mm -hmm. working at home. And it kind of becomes, like, you're now challenged to really, am I that person who is super positive when things get rough? Or am I just... You know, am I as valuable as people are telling me I am? Is my psyche as steady as I thought? Or mm-hmm. is there things I need to work on that I was ignoring that in times of trouble yeah. comes up? Or like, just, you know, it gets it gets down to the, the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hashtag nitty gritty. <laughs> We're going to do a brief Tom and Topher moment. Wow. Malcolm. <laughs> Malcolm goes to the restroom. his nose. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. All right.
Yeah, well, this was great. It was a good time. I'm glad we could have dudes like Malcolm on, because, holy shit, the perspective that he has is really fucking cool to listen to. For sure. It's, uh, it's cool to see that other people are going through it, too. Yeah. And, uh, gives you other perspectives on, you know, how you can improve and everything. Yeah. Like, just getting through it. Yeah, it's true. Like, knowing that he's suffering just like everyone else and getting to sit down and talk. It's not just you and me anymore sitting here just... (laughs) Blah. Yeah, he's like, and I don't enjoy school and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> preach, dude. Yeah. I was doing it, and like, I didn't like it either. Yeah. And same with you. Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing it anymore either. But you know, if this episode was a little low for you, sorry about it. This stuff is therapy for Chris and I. Yeah, you can relate though. Yeah, we all have our ups and downs. Pendulum's swinging low right now, but it'll go up. It's just gaining momentum. I mean, honestly, day by day, things get better and better. Yeah, we're changing into a whole new time, whole new world. Yes. Businesses are opening up. Things are getting back to normal. Yeah. What is normal though? I have no clue anymore. We're going to start pushing buttons after we're done eating. Yikes. We're going to start wearing masks while we're chewing that have holes in them so we can still eat. (laughs) Like, I don't know what's going to go on. I hope not. We might have a third massive wave of COVID. Who knows? I'm not ready. I just want to, like, (laughs) go to an island where none of this is happening. But I guess that's a privileged thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> we got we to gotta go soon before the next wave hits. Mm-hmm. But honestly, we've talked about this before, like the last podcast actually, that it's kind of just like Biden won and there's just like, all right, now what? And then the government's like, we don't know. Yeah. Have fun. It was Here's just some like, money. <laughs> Here's a stimmy. It was like, okay, we got out of the relationship. We're safe now. You yeah. Know, you know, so now what? But there's not really, like, any sort of ease or there's n- there's no sense of relief afterwards. We've just gotten out of the relationship. Yeah. Now we're sitting in our yeah. cousin's home in their spare room. Mm-hmm. Just hoping that life gets better <laughs> from here. Well, uh, listen, I'm grateful for the sun that comes up every day. Yeah. The blue sky. Yeah, the air just, in my lungs. We were just talking about it. Like, we're sorry that like if this uh, podcast may have been a little bit of a downer, but like these are trying times and. And we've definitely, like, tried and to you know stay of positive. Course of course, it's my podcast that's the downer. <laughs> my whole intention was, like, oh, I'm going to make it so hype. I'm going to be so funny. <laughs> no, we talked about some and real... And then I got so Dr. Phil on your ass. Right? <laughs> I was like, now let's talk about the death rates. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, though, because this is, like... This is real stuff, though. Hey, you This know is what? something that we... 
you know, like we've definitely wanted to do more podcasts than we have. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that a little bit. Like we got stalled by COVID and like some of the stuff that's gone on, I really do want to 20 years from now be able to look back and be like, damn, you came out of it. Yeah. You were real. You talked about it and now you're in a better place. Yeah. You can remember that. And like, hopefully, you know, things are looking up. We're opening stuff back up and within maybe, you know, half a year, we'll be back to what we Don't were. Don't say that. Do you have any wood to knock on? Okay, <laughs> because we've been saying this shit all year. Well, yeah. it's just two weeks. It's just a month. It's yeah. just the summer or the fall. I mean, the winter, blah, 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 and so on. Thankfully, we're seeing progress. Vaccinations are proving to be effective. I believe there's three different brands out there currently. Um, You know, if you're fortunate enough to go get it, go get it. Um, (laughs) You know, just do what you got to do to be safe. And I'm trying to do the same. (laughs) <laughs> you're such a great guy dude like <laughs> I, I, I fucking love having you on like this is so great like we wait wait, wait. let's just say thank god <laughs> this is not a visual experience or <laughs> yeah televised it will be soon stay tuned yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have cameras a whole setup i can't wait you'll get facial expressions <laughs> Yeah, that's a whole nother dimension we are not ready for because we give each other some looks at. Yep. (laughs) Exactly. Gosh. But honestly, like, I cannot wait to have you on more, dude. This was so fun. I'm very thankful for the experience from both of you. I think. I'm excited to do this again. Let's Mm -hmm. do it soon. This dude has to get up at what, like 4 a.m.? I do. Go back to the coffee grind. <laughs> Literally, to the coffee grind, yeah. for real. But, you know, I'm doing it. We're pushing through. You, you've all experienced it. You've all, you know how it feels. But I'm motivated, so I'm trying. This is an amazing podcast. Thank One of my so favorites, Thank honestly. Thank you, guys. I'm really, like, thankful for the experience, and I really want to come back. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad to end it on such a great note. You're a great guy, dude. Thank honestly. You. And your perspective yeah. is incredible. Like, I love talking to you about things because you think in such a cool way. That's such, I like, a, that. I appreciate that. such a fun thing to, like, I always go to work just, like, ready to tell you what's been going on so that Tommy you can Tommy is always me. ready to give me the tea. Yeah, and he's ready. <laughs> he just listens. And, and I'm like, uh, I already got a pen and paper out. I'm like, this is what you need to do. This is what you don't need to he do. It's so true. Uh, literally a prescription, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate that so much. It's so good to have no, friends like that. You're a good person, and like I said, you're always so well intentioned. And and I think I want everyone to get to know the great guy you are. You know, and mm-hmm. I wish you guys both so much success with this. This is dope as fuck. Thank you. Please Thank continue. You. Please continue. Yeah. And have me on again when it blows up. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, thank All you guys right. for tuning in, Malcolm. This is Malcolm. great. And uh, check us out on social media, Tom and Topher, Instagram, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Spotify. Yeah, we're on Spotify, we're on SoundCloud, we're on pretty much every handle except for YouTube. 
Soon to be YouTube with the visuals. Shit, they're on eBay. They're on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> they're on AIM. You better check AIM. them out. AIM. MySpace. If they're there. Hotmail. Hotmail. We got you. <laughs> right. Hit us up. Thank you so much for being here, dude. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Peace Love out. you. All God right. bless you. Angels watch over you. Good night.